Welcome back. It is 28 minutes to 10 o'clock on this Monday, the 19th of February. My name's Amy McIver in for Clarence Ford here on Views and News. And it's a great pleasure to be in your company. Thanks for choosing to listen to Cape Talk, however you're listening to us this morning. And just a reminder for any of the conversations that you may have missed, you can head over to our website or our new app and download the conversations. They'll all be stored there as podcasts. Plenty more coming up in the next two and a half hours of the show. But right now it is time to say a very good morning to our online editor. Barbara Friedman. Good morning, Barbara. So nice to see you. And lovely to see you this morning, Ames. What is trending online on this Monday morning, other than there must be something about the smell in Cape Town? Well, yeah, I'm going to chat about that, although I don't have a lot of information, and what I'm hearing now as I'm walking through the office is not Great, oh. but we can get to that. Okay. I'm sure Ooh. you've heard a bit of an update. Uh, about the cattle? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. We'll but talk let's, about that. I mean, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't have any absolute information, but I thought we must talk about it. But I thought I'd start off with um, this, the, the trending topics around Trump. I know earlier on Leicester Show, Adam Gilchrist spoke about the the gold sneakers that he is has launched at a sneaker con, sneaker-thon. <laughs> whatever it's called, um, and got lots of booze. He got some uh, cheers. And this, but the, the story that I wanted to focus on, and this is all on the back of the fact that he's been ordered to pay this $355 million fine in a civil fraud verdict in a New York court case that was announced on Friday. I'm not sure if he thinks the sneakers are going to help pay the fine. Um, but what I thought was interesting, just from a sort of sociological point of view, was these truckers that have now come out, hashtag trending, truckers for Trump. I know it's not quite as like funny and the the sneaker the gold sneaker story but there's something for me quite I don't know I want to say chilling but it's it's there's something about these truckers banding together and you know they've all got their CB radios and they're like you know communicating with each other and they are basically saying and I have no idea how many of the the thousands and thousands of truckers across America are even part of this, although one of the truckers in this group said 95% of truckers support Trump. But we don't know if that's even remotely true. However, the call is they are not going to deliver anything to New York State. Come on. But this is what they're saying. So the one guy is doing his ex-post in front of a poster, um, Escape from New York, which was a movie from years and years ago. And it's this... It's this whole kind of cultural visual thing of they're all in their denim jackets in these photos, these very stylized photos in front of these big trucks with the New York landscape behind them. And you feel like you're in some dystopian movie where this is going to be the future, where these truckers are going to kind of lead the way to freedom. But, you know, you, it's, it's, I have conversations with friends and stuff and you think, who are these people that well, vote for Donald Trump? Like, a lot seriously. of them. Half of America. Well, I know, but this just you're just illustrating who the people are. Exactly. These are the type of people that are voting for And is for that Trump. really who he is? And then a lot of them are going, you know, they're posting these truckers and saying, you know, I am a Christian man. I don't chase women. I don't drink. I don't do this. I don't do that. Okay, Donald Trump doesn't drink. That is true. That's one truth. Yeah. But um, for the rest, I mean, isn't it interesting that they are aligning themselves with him? Um, and seeing them and you know in the same unbelievable vein. it is unbelievable but it is true and we can laugh and we can but this is what we're heading for and you can well, actually all. see but you can actually see why he's managed to hook in mm. that sort of populist sort of vote if you want to be a better word he is facing four major indictments i'm not going to list them here um and a whole lot of related things so let us see i think what everyone's saying is it's not going away. 
it's whether these things come into fruition before the elections or not. Otherwise, he'll do uh, a Jacob Zuma. He'll just keep Stalin grading it down the road when he's president again. And, you know, he's 77. Unbelievable. It really is. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. And the next story is just one of those ones that kind of almost blew my mind a little bit. And that was just a story coming out of Australia. Oh, my word. <laughs> I've just seen <laughs> a story coming out of Australia that this woman that they've taken into custody now, she's in her 70s, has spent the last five years reportedly sleeping next to her brother's rotting corpse in a rat-infested and rubbish-strewn house in an affluent suburb in Melbourne in Australia. I mean, there's not a lot of details yet, but this woman who's in her 70s lived with the corpse in her public housing unit on this particular street in Geelong, southwest of Melbourne, and, you know, in the, the Daily Mail, they say Newton, Newtown is considered a well-heeled neighborhood where the median house price currently sits at $1.1 million. So when the police made this horrifying discovery uh, after arresting this woman on an unrelated matter, they found this in her home. And they all had, though the forensic officers had to put on biohazard suits oh, no. and wade through floor-to-ceiling rubbish, rats, dead possums, oh, no. and human feces to reach the skeleton. It's understood she slept next to the corpse anywhere between two and five years. Oh, that's dreadful. I know it's a terrible story to be telling you on a Monday morning, everyone listening. I hope you're not, you know, eating your breakfast. <sighs> but, um, you know, it's just, it's a hard to get one's head around. But people, you know, people are strange. Well, <laughs> what did we do before the internet, you know? Because this stuff was obviously still happening, just nobody knew about it. It didn't, exactly. didn't make headlines on it Twitter. Took, it took a long time to get into the pages of the, of the, of the, the newspapers. <laughs> Wow. Okay. And then, yeah, finally, um, so I came in around seven this morning and I walked from my car to the building. I smelt nothing. And I have other uh, testifi testified evidence of people who came in a bit earlier and later than me. And it seems around half past seven that people around here started smelling yeah. the stench. Mm. So the thing is, why is Cape Town so stinky this morning is what I kept seeing on WhatsApp groups and on, on, on social media. I saw on a Woodstock uh, community group um, people saying, what are... Why does it smell like sewage in our area? And people saying it seems all over OBS as well. So it, it definitely seems to be around that kind of area most prevalent. When I walked out just now onto our veranda here, I actually can't smell it. Oh, well, Zulfa Khan was saying the same thing when she okay. came in to talk, tell us about the news. She said the smell seems to be Dissi decreasing or dis dissipating. Yeah. So now I'm hearing all sorts of uh, stories about how this, which obviously breaks my heart. Yeah, mine too. I try not to even look at those stories about truck um, shiploads of live cattle being ferried across the oceans to be slaughtered on their arrival, I assume. Yeah. And so they're saying that maybe this is what happened. Some ship came in overnight, packed obviously to the gills, and it's caused the stench. I don't know. Um, I know on the city improvement WhatsApp group somebody hears on, they said, yes, they, they've smelt it. The city of Cape Town has smelt it, but they weren't sure what it was. So I don't know if people out there are, have reports, but maybe people can phone in and tell you what they think is going on. It does seem to have dissipated here. I'd love to hear from people out there that have witnessed anything or that are close mm. to the source of the 
smell. We did get a call from Donald at the waterfront this morning, oh, yes. who lives there and said he saw the ship come in with the livestock on it. And he is adamant that that's where the smell okay. is coming from. And it would make sense. It would make sense. But it is absolutely, as you say, completely heartbreaking to think heartbreaking. of those animals crammed onto that vessel. Thanks, Barbara. That's Barbara Friedman, our online editor, bringing us all the latest trending things on Twitter.